Oh. Welcome to the third episode of Cold Calling Pros. This is the hostess with the mostest, Charles motherfucking Stead, legend cold caller, superstar. Enough about me. I've got a guest called JL, fellow superstar. JL. What's up? What's up, bro? What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you very much for joining me. Hell yeah, it's the podcast, man. No comment. <laughs> what you have podcast in America? I I just thought it was a British thing. So, um, so JL is somebody that um that I found that I personally found through searching for um cold callers doing live videos, and I found him in a real estate group, um, and he literally was just making cold calls, and I thought, yep. Yeah, this is my kind of guy. Can you join the Cold Calling Pros? I think when you joined, it was right at the beginning. Um, can you remember roughly how many people we had when you joined? Bro, I think we 100? had like, like 200, I think. Bro. 200, yeah. So it was right at the beginning. Cause, yeah, because a lot of people don't know this, but I actually recruited people into the Cold Calling Pros. I actually still do. So what I do is I scour the internet for cold callers who post live videos, and I, and I ask them if they can join the group. So I don't know if people actually knew that, but... Now it's out there, just to let you know. Um, JL was one of the people that I recruited into the group because I just felt like the Colcon and Pros could be a good home for people who are willing to go live. And obviously, there's a very, very few people that, that go live in the group. But that's besides the point because the group's going to be here for a long time. The group's like fucking 18 months old. I mean, everyone goes crazy <laughs> in the group. Oh, you know, it's got 3,000 people. There's not much interaction, blah, blah, blah. Listen, man, the stats, uh, you know, could have 3,000 people and only 30 people might be active. It is what it Bro, is. Bro, it, it shot up like, I don't even know. It was, it, like, it was like overnight, it seemed like, right? Like we yeah. had like 200 and I was like... I don't really want to tell you why, how it shot up, but <laughs> it might be something to do with another group that was closing down and we were trying to say, come over here before it gets closed down. And I won't name the group, but it had something to do with... Um, the Jordan Belfort Facebook group. But I'm not saying it was that group. I'm just saying a friend of a friend might have told me, like, it might have been that group. It could have been that group. It probably wasn't that group. But if anybody, you know, wants to look at the stats of the Cold Corn and Pros, it was around the time that a particular group was about to get closed down. Maybe it was Jordan Belfort. Maybe it was Grant Cardone. I don't know. It was Jordan Belfort. <laughs> so, um, so basically, uh, that's the growth of the group. It was because a lot of people came in um, from that area. And then I started spamming like, fuck, and I actually personally got kicked out of sales groups that I was doing live call calls in. And I risked my, um, you know, my reputation. Oh, 100%. I, I set my reputation. <laughs> Bro, my ego went through the roof. I was kicked out of groups for a combination of um, uh, spamming the call calling pros in other groups. And also yeah. basically telling admins and moderators to go fuck themselves. Because I've got a Coke on the Pros group. That's Bro, it, huge. it pisses me off though, man. Because I got kicked off of a lot of real estate groups, man. Like I'm just posting like videos and like explaining like how I get deals and you know what 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 numbers I run to get a specific property, and they fucking kick me off too. Bro, it's some type of it's it's a difficult one because obviously like if your ego gets ahead of you, which sometimes it does with me, some it does get ahead. But at the same token, like everything happens for a reason. So as you know, recently I. Um, I came off social media for a week and by doing that it it strengthened the friendship between me and you 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, it reinvigorated and strengthened. So it kind of like made you reach out to me. And then we had a really good chat. And then I. Yeah, I remember that day too, bro. Like, it was like, I was like dreading and shit. Like, man, I got to get back on track. I got to get back on track. And next thing I get a call from you, bro. We talked for like a few hours. And that's when yeah, we came no, up no, with the. Oh, you're talking about. Uh, la- um, Remember the time when we had an idea about the boiler room and the hot potato? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like that. You're talking about uh, when we when that. So that was that was um, fucking. What year are we in? That was that was 2019. That was only last year. Fucking hell, that was only last year. That was literally last year. Yeah, that was last March time. This is before the boiler room. This is when the idea of the boiler. Yeah, yeah. We we we, yeah yeah yeah. So I we need need a group. What happened? Did I? So I rung you. What's up? Did I ring you or did you ring me? I rung you. No, you rung me, bro. You rung me because you haven't Why heard from me in a little bit. Because you haven't heard from me. Yeah, you haven't heard from me. I like pretty much went MIA for like a little bit. And you wanted to reach out. And you're like, hey, man, like I posted a video of, um, I think I was walking walking the park with my son or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You have your son on your shoulders. Yeah, and then you that reached out to me then. Yeah. You know, I reached out to you and I said, I said um, something about feeling your energy. I just yeah, felt bro. Like you need you needed like and honestly like I think that's what it is, bro. Like me and you, I don't know what it is, bro. We're like on opposite ends of the fucking the world. It seems like, but I have a strong connection with you, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, I don't I don't know what I don't know what to, how to describe it, but it's like um. Well, well, it's called love. Huh? It's called love. It feels like awkward now. Not no love, like like, you know, like when you make love. Like what? Love. I can't. No, like we love each other, bro. Oh, love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got you. Just, just for the audience, I don't think JL makes that much love because I just said make love, and he's like, "What? You mean like sex?" And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so we, maybe that could be for another episode. That's um, funny. Hey, yo, speaking of episodes, bro, if you're doing fucking podcasts, you better invite me on every one of your fucking podcasts, bro. Bro, there's this. Like, um, there's this feature that that it invites up to four people or five people. It's a new feature on Anchor FM. They just they just introduced it. But listen to this. I've been meaning to do a podcast only for the last eighteen years. I was about eighteen years old. I had my first iPod. It was a um, it was a, the, the the youngsters listening won't even know what the fuck this is. But it was with the click wheel, um, the click wheel iPod, the first video iPod. I yeah, it was like the shuffle. Was this, it was the, yeah, oh, the yeah, video yeah. one? No, no, no. Because I had the shuffle. No, no, no. The shuffle came out after. The, the video one, I tell a lie, it came out in 2005. So maybe I was uh, 21. Yeah, I think I was about 20 or 21. So I tell a lie. I was about 21. And I was listening to podcasts and I just loved it. I just loved the concept. I loved the idea. And I wanted to start my own. And then I've been speaking to people. I've been speaking to so many people over the years. You know, should I do one by myself? Should I do one with other people? Should I collaborate? Should I have guests? You know, what should I do? What you know, what direction? Bro, what what should I'm I your talk? guy, bro. Me and you. Let's fucking do it. Bro, listen, I just said that we love each other and you said learn and then it got awkward. So, you know, we need to work on that a little bit before <laughs> I start inviting you on. There's a lot of people there that do genuinely love me, man. You're gonna have to step up your game, bro. There's a lot of people that want to flirt like fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? You need to be you need to be on it, bro. But listen, the thing that I like about you and this is what, what I have said to you before, is it's all about energy. So for me, when I watch you do a live video, it's like when I watch you do a video or a post, it's like it's like I, I know where you're at. 
like I, I don't know what it is, but it's like I know where you're at. I know when you're down. I know when you're up. And it's kind of like I'm trying to push you to be consistent because I know at this bro. moment in time. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because you 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 are a superstar. But it's like you you've got to start believing that you are. And there's one thing I want to say as well. And I've got to kind of like forget this is a podcast episode because I, I just want to chat to you. Um, I, I I listened to your um your periscope that I I, I pushed you to do the periscope. And I and I heard you, and you're saying you're saying my name is Juan. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, quick suggestion. I, I don't know if you've done it before. I I I I don't know if you'll be willing to take this on board. But I think you should say JL. Really? But I'll tell you. I'll tell you the reason why. There's nothing wrong with Juan at all. Like if I was um, had your background, I'd be called Carlos. You know, there's nothing wrong with. <laughs> um, I, it is what it is. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a massive. Obviously, in America, it's made up of eclectic uh, um, uh, uh, backgrounds, and there's a, a huge Hispanic, um, you know, history with America, obviously. And I think Juan, everyone knows that name. It's not like it's an uncommon name; it's a very common name. But for me, super common, bro. The, the, but it, but for me, it's, oh, there we go. Okay, so you're strengthening my point if you're saying that's that super common. For me, the the the, the letters JL, there's, there's a certain. Um, there's a certain ring to it. There's a certain, not even that. I, I'm going to go deeper. There's a certain um, magic. And I'm saying like magic to um, a, a person who can pull off just using um, letters for their name. Because there's not many people out there who can use letters for their name. And I don't know you as Joanne. And, I, and I'm, you know, that is your name, obviously. But I only know you as JL. Now, when you ring people up and you say, yeah, I was, I was looking if you're the house owner on uh, Blueberry Drive. I understand you've got a house for sale. Yeah, that's me. Okay, my name is JL. And it's just like, it's how you announce yourself and pronounce yourself to these cold calls. Because you, uh, are, are, and from, from memory, I know you're not so much relatively new to the game, but I know that you didn't do cold calling when you were younger, did you? I can't hear what, what, I didn't what? When you were younger, what job did you have when you were younger? Bro, I was a correctional officer, man. There we go. There we go. I, I, I was going to say prison officer. Okay, so that's cool. So what I'm saying to you is you're relatively new to the game of cold calling. How long have you been cold calling for? Bro, for the past, like, two years. Okay, two years. so you're a, you're, a, you're a baby when it comes to being a professional because being a professional takes, like, seven years, eight years. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm new, bro. I, I don't have 11 years like you, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, no, bro, I don't. I have 18 years, bro. I'm, I'm literally like an old timer when it comes to the hours that I've put in. But the point that I'm trying to make to you is there is not many people out there, like we talked about the other day, that cold call uh, realty. Uh, real, there's not many realtors that cold call, rather, uh, which, which is what you do. And then the other thing that I think stands out is just having that confidence of saying jail. Yo, what's your name? Jail. And I don't know how you feel about it because I don't know whether, you know, you're, you're comfortable. So I don't know. But I know you as jail. And I think, mm -hmm. I think for me, standing out from the crowd, I think is so important. And you hear me on the phone and you hear me with my lines. Uh, you know, my name's Charles. I work for myself. My sole trade. I'm from Cardiff, et cetera. It's the same lines. It's the same lines. It's the same lines. And it works. And this, you've got to understand the psychology behind uh, um, those those initial first five seconds, no, not even five seconds, the initial line, you know, my, my name's JL, you know, and I said to you this the other day, you know, you're a big guy and, and I think you need to start really 
getting your teeth in and being like, I'm fucking here to stay. You hang up on me and I'm going to fucking find you, motherfucker. That's <laughs> the type of, you know, mentality that you've got to have right now because you've got to have the consistency. But I definitely think you've got to start bringing out that natural talent and that natural personality because you're a pre pretty chill bloke. You know, you're a pretty chill, you know, pretty cool kind of guy. And, you, and you're like, you know, everyone's got their own type of uh, cold calling skills, but you bring something different to the table. And that's when we were setting up the boiling room initially. You know, we were talking like Bronson, me, uh, you, you know, Keith, we were all talking about these different ideas. And the way that you approach things, the kind of analytical, kind of methodical way, um, I think is, uh, I think is, 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 is amazing. But I definitely think your name is, it, it holds, uh, for me anyway, it holds a lot of power. I think somebody's name can be crucial. My name is Charles. It's very, very unusual. I very rarely come across. And you, you know, you got a point, man. I see the point you're saying, man. Is because um, JL, you don't hear JL on a, on a daily I've basis. Ne I've, ne I've never heard it. Yeah, you're the only, you're the only JL I know, and I make what? How many cold calls do I make a year? Like twenty five thousand. Did we talk about it before? You know, I make yeah. like twenty thousand, twenty five thousand. I made a shitload of cold calls. You know, I know it's only to the UK, but. You know, I, I know a lot of people in America. I know a lot of people online. And you're the only JL that I know. But I'm just saying, you know, for me at the moment, at this moment in your life, let, okay, so people who are listening to this right now, let them know a little bit about JL. Like, like if you're comfortable to come out, because I want the people listening, they're going to be the ones who have been cold calling for a short period of time like yourself. They're going to be yeah. the ones who have literally only just started. And they're going to be the ones that have been doing it for like, like I said, eight, nine, 10 years plus, like myself. So. Yeah, me and you, bro, we're, we're in like a completely different, like, spectrum. Like I'm like on one end, you're on the totally on the opposite end. And I, I can tell you, man, from being new at cold calling, my problem was the rejection. You know, like I had a big issue with rejection. I don't know if it's my background as a correctional officer, you know, trying to like always having the authoritative, you know, Power. Of, yeah, pretty much the power of everything. Like, okay, you have to do this, you have to do that. And now going to the cold calling world, you get, you just pretty much get smacked in the face. It's like it's like getting tossed into the fucking ocean and you can't swim. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel. That yeah, they live that shit. They live that shit. The prospects live that shit. They can see you coming a mile off. They can smell a cold caller a mile off. This is what people have got to understand. They they think they think. Listen, I'm I'm a you know this is what people think. They think I'm a good looking guy. I'm wear, I'm wearing a suit. You know, I got I got my hair done. You know, I've left the house, I've had breakfast, I've had a workout, I've gone to the gym, you know, I've come to the office, you know, I've, I've, I've winked at the receptionist, you know what I'm saying, I'm feeling good, I'm looking good, I'm smelling good, everything is cool. And then they sit down, they pick up the phone, and then they, they say, uh, hey, my name's JL, I was looking for the person who clicked. <laughs> whoa, 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 let's just rewind that a second. I didn't even fucking say, like, like why I was calling, like, I didn't even get to the point of why. I was calling. Exactly, I literally, bro. I literally, and I think myself, the person hung up the phone. I think for a newbie starting, like once once they get, they, they don't understand. Like that's part of the game. They don't understand that. So when they start calling people and they get rejected, 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 they're like, "Man, what the fuck am I doing? It must be me." It must. Be, they, they they get emotional. Yes. About it, they get emotional. Yep. And this is what we talked about the other day. They get so emotionally attached to the outcome, and what they don't understand. Is that like we said? It, it it is a part of the game, and we went into depth with this uh, the other day because we we said and um, and I think on this podcast episode, um, people need to definitely 
look at this book. Um, it's called Go For No. Did you get Go the For author? No? I yeah, ordered it. It should be on the way. I think in a few days I should be getting it. Do you know the author? Because I couldn't remember yeah. the name of the guy. Yeah, I know the was author. It, was, it, was, it, was, it, was it the Enario guy or was it was that somebody else? Because I keep... It's actually, it's actually two. It's, it says by two people. Hold on, I'm going to look at it right now. I had, it, I had it ordered, so it should be coming. I've read this book, but I've only ever read it once, and it and it and it affected. I love the concept, though, man. Like like the way you explain it to me. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's 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 like it's like you just you 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 switch it, and you get excited about hearing the word no, or you get excited about the click, or you get excited about. No, that's what I'm saying. Like like the past time I've been calling, man. Like I'm looking for the nose now. It's not like I'm dreading the nose. I'm like, okay, it's come on. Complete turnaround because before you were so emotional about the rejection that it it, it paralyzed you, and I know. And it's fucking crazy it. because I'm like, man, what the fuck? What? Why do I? Am I a fucking bitch? Like, why, why, why am I feeling exactly. this way about this fucking person? Exactly. I don't exactly. even know them. I don't even know them, and I'm and like, and they don't. They don't know you. They don't know you. Then <laughs> the thing is, they don't know. They don't know what you look like. It's what I'm saying. They don't know what you look like. They don't know what you're wearing. They don't know about your background. They don't know yeah. what, what, what your home situation is. They don't know how many kids you've got. They don't know your age. They don't know your middle name. They don't know your national, uh, you know, your security number. They don't know, they don't know shit, anything bro. about you. They don't know shit. What they're doing is they're treating you like how they treat every other cold caller. They're treating you yeah. like, just, just just get out my fucking face. So you've got to say something or you've got to do something that, that inter it's called a pattern interrupt. It just interrupts it. So when somebody but says, honestly, well, what I've got from it, like at this point now, I, I got ways ahead of me, man. But what I what I'm taking from it now is like, okay, my main thing was I was trying, I was getting emotionally attached to try to convert this person. But no matter what I do, this person was still gonna fuck off anyway. Hundred percent. So I shouldn't feel emotionally attached to this person. I shouldn't think that, oh man, I could have closed that person because they weren't even closable, you know. So that, that's that's how I think of it. Do, do you know what though? Uh, cold calling. And the skills that you learn and the mindset that you learn with cold calling is transitional to your life. So, for example, I'm 36 years old and I've seen and, and had a lot of rejection in my life. I've had rejection from my family. I've had rejection from relationships. I've had rejection from friendships. But what people have to understand is that the people that are in my life are there because they are there to, uh, to, to lift me up and to rise me to height heights that I've never seen before they're not looking to drag me down so when people get rejected they, they get really emotionally crazy and they get upset and what they don't understand is that person how the hell can they reject you when you should be ever evolving your perspective should always change you just had a new baby that is mm -hmm. a different uh, household than it was before your wife was pregnant and you just had the one child and as soon as she got pregnant, as soon as she had the baby, your household has changed. That means that your perspective over the last, say, 12 months has changed dramatically than what it was 12 months ago. So how can that family member, you know, that, that friend that rejected you, you know, that, that ridiculed you or whatever it was, how could you be emotional about that situation when that person doesn't even know you? Because in the last 12 months, you don't even know the JL from 12 months ago. Because you've exactly. had to evolve. Over mm -hmm. the last 12 months, you've had to evolve. And it's not just over the last 12 months. It's, it's a, this is what people don't understand. It's a continuous daily uh, battle. The mindset when it comes to sales, when it comes to cold calling, it, it, it's completely down to the battle that's inside your mind. The, the devil isn't the one that's outside. 
jail. The devil isn't the one that, that, that is your hater. You know, the devil isn't the one that hasn't got your back, that doesn't support your journey. The devil is the one that talks to you inside your head. And what you've got to understand is, you know, you said to me on the phone the other day, which was very kind of you, you said, Charles, you're going to be a millionaire. And I said, and the first thing I said to you, I said, yeah, fantastic. But I said, the money is going to be the byproducts for the value that I give to the marketplace. Whether that marketplace is selling ink, you know, to the ink, uh, to the to the B2B industry in the UK, or whether that marketplace has been a sales trainer, or whether that marketplace has been a motivational speaker, whatever that marketplace, whatever the marketplace is, if I give value to it, and I give it, and this is what I said to you, the, the same as Zig Ziglar said, if you give enough people what, what, what they want, you can have everything that you want. If you give enough people what they want, you can have everything that you want. So when you're making calls, for real estate, these these people that you're speaking to, which is B2C, which in my opinion is harder, in my opinion, so then B2C, it's harder than B2B because they don't have to be professional. They can just tell you to fuck off. And it's not, <laughs> you know, it's not uncommon because you're calling their homes. So it's a lot more personal, hence B2C, not B2B. And and what I've what I've noticed with real estate calls, because I've watched a lot of people go live and I've watched a lot of people do it, um, is is that you've got to cut to the chase. You just got to be like, you've got to be different. And this is what I said. Listen, my name's my name's Jell. You got a house there? I'll make you an offer. You willing to do terms? Let's go. Let's do it. What terms are you talking about? Okay, well, let me email you an offer. You know, you come back to me. Can we have a meeting? Can we do this? Can we do that? Your your issue at the moment that 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 everybody has, including myself, is the the continuity of the effort. It's 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 basically the discipline. It's the accountability. And it's the consistency. So the discipline yeah. is is doing something that you know you have to do, but you don't want to do it. It, it could be fitness. It could be uh, health. It could be uh, your food intake. It, it could be cold calls. It could be whatever the fuck. But the point is, you have to be disciplined to get to where you want to be, but, but you know it's going to be hard because you don't want to fucking do it. You know, and the accountability is, is doing a live call. You went onto Periscope. I told you. I've been doing it, man. I've been doing it for the past, past what, two days? Bro, trust me. Forget the numbers of viewers. I've seen the numbers. It's like five viewers. I remember doing (laughs) cold calls. Bro, I remember doing cold calls for like three months. I got like one viewer. So you basically got like five or six times more viewers than I had. When I there are, that, bro, bro. <laughs> I got to tell you something. There are some weirdos in fucking Periscope, though, bro. Bro, the weirdos <laughs> will take you to the next level. Bro, the weirdos are fucking, like, they are so fucking weird, bro. But they will take you to the next level because it's lonely. It's lonely working from home. Even it's, Do you know what, bro? It's even lonelier when you have a family and you're working from home. It's even lonelier because, generally speaking, your partner, your spouse, or whatever, they don't, or, or, or say you're living with your parents, or say you're living with your friends, whatever, they don't understand the mental torture that you have to go through on a minute-by-minute minute basis. And I'm talking minute-by-minute. Minute. In actual fact, JL, let's take it further. Second-by-second. Second. For example, if I make a sales call and the guy rejects me and puts up, hangs up the phone, that is 20 seconds. That is less than a minute. That is only about 33% yeah. of a minute. Yeah? So I pick up the right. phone again. I was looking for the person who was using printer. No, boom, click. That is two rejections in under a minute. Boom, third call. I was looking for the person who was using printer. Yeah, it's me. Good conversation. Minute and a half. So that in under two minutes, I've been rejected twice, and I've had a great conversation. So so people don't people who don't call call, they don't understand that. That's why they say it doesn't work. 
because they don't know how to cold call effectively. And the thing that I like about you the most is the fact that you are willing to learn and you know where your shortfalls are, you know where the pitfalls are, and you've been living recently in particular, you've been having some high success and then you basically fucked up and now you're fucking having to grind your <laughs> fuck to get back to where you want to be. But you know what? And I said this too. It's true, bro. bro. But bro, it's the best place to be right now is to have some huge success and then realize that every day is about the hunt. You have to hunt every day, regardless of if you've had the biggest sale in your life or if you've had no sales that day, you have to go hunt every day. And this is where it comes to the consistency. So we've talked about the discipline. We've talked about the accountability in terms of going live in front of people, because I think that is so crucial in my opinion. And I've done, obviously, uh, I don't know how many lives I've done, but I'm probably up to like a thousand. It's definitely 2000, something like that, lives. And I'll continue to, to do them. And, and the third thing, is the consistency. Now, the interesting thing about consistency is that you are willing to do the mundane things. You get up on a Monday morning, you go and have your coffee, you get dressed, you leave the house, you go to work, or you go to your office in the house, or you do this, you do It's the same shit day in, day out, day in, day out. And a lot of people will say to you, it's the, it's a, it's the same shit, it's a different day. And I get that saying, I, I hear it a lot, but what people don't understand is that when you're having success, when with your cold calling, which is basically sending out quotes, setting up meetings, having good conversations, you don't see the exponential growth in the background. And that's why people, they quit. Now, I spoke to a, a gentleman who's also a, a, a cold calling legend called Craig uh, in episode two. And we spoke oh, about... Oh, Craig, man. I, yeah, Craig. Yeah, man. He's, he's good on the phones, bro. He's, he's incredible. But we spoke about the tenacity that, that he's willing to go through. So he makes 150, 200 cold calls a day. And this is what I said to him. I said, Craig, how many times... No, 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 no. This is what I said. Do you get rejected when you make cold calls? And you can imagine his response. He just laughed. He was like, bro, do I get rejected? Come on, man. I said, okay, cool. How many times do you get rejected? And he told me how many times. So the point is this, and you're going to read out the author now, this, this go for no book, we, we, we at the Cold Corner Pro strongly recommend this book. This book is a brilliant book. You should, I oh, yeah, speaking, of, which, speaking of the book, I got it right here, man. Hold on. Yeah, I, I got hit the me, hit me, hit me. Hit it's me. Uh, Richard, Richard Fenton. Okay. Richard, yeah, Richard Fenton and uh, Andrea Watts. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think the guy is Richard Fenton and Andrea Watts might be like yep. helping him out maybe. Yeah, with the, yep. with the copyright. Okay, so... Um, strongly recommend that book. I think me recommending that book to JL has already changed the way he's done things. Um, tell uh, the listeners about the clicker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to keep track of uh, how many no's and how many yeses I get. So I'm not working with like this fancy ass CRM or nothing like that. So I was like, what can I, well, what? you know, what? you know, I use Excel. You know, I use Excel. <laughs> I was like, what, what, what can I use to track this shit? Because writing it down, you know, having like little, little tags and little um, scribbles wasn't working for me. So I figured out that baseball players use this clicker. It's called the Champion Pitcher, and they count the pitches and stuff. So I just have a two-sided clicker, and every time I get a no, I click it, and every time I get a yes. And it keeps track for me. I I I I've seen you do it. I um I personally love it. By the way, I watched you go live in Facebook the other day, 
and I think it was like 11 minutes and I think you talked to one person and I've yeah. seen the, um, the, but you didn't, you didn't bring it out uh, like, um, as a, like there was nobody like to talk to on the live, but I could see the frustration in your eyes. It was like, for fuck's sake, like I've gone live and what, nobody's going to answer their fucking phone. You're joking <laughs> me right now. You you said, you actually said the words, um, is this data fucking shit? Like, like what, what, what data have I got right now? You're like 6,000 of some of the best data leads probably ever known to mankind you make like five calls nobody answers the nobody's phone. picking up the like, fucking like, phone bro. nobody's picking up the fucking phone you're like yeah this data is shit man let's get rid of this data we need we need six thousand other data and i'm and i'm and i'm and i'm watching it thinking i just wish this i was in in the live instead of watching on the replay because i would have commented and said bro again this is where you need to understand it's about mindset because you need to go into your mind and you need to say you need to say to yourself you need to speak to yourself and say jail is part of the game it's just like a part of rejection. It's just re it's like rejection. It's part of the game. It rings. It rings. What, what happened was I remember very very clearly going into the Jordan Belfort Facebook group, and it was only just starting out or whatever. And I thought, fuck it, I'm going to do some live calls in it, you know. And and I remember doing some live calls, and I, I remember seeing that that Jordan Belfort uh, had logged in to the live. Oh like, yeah. Shit. Like I was like <laughs> fuck. Like 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 really. I was I was seriously like fuck shit. Uh, what the fuck? Like I'm gonna just keep going and pretend like he's not even there, and and this is God's honest truth. This is God's honest truth. He won't fucking remember it, but it's God's honest truth. So I'm doing these calls, and I had some really good calls before he logged in, before I could see his name come into the live. He come into the live, and I and I kid you not, and I kid you not, I literally had like the worst 15 minutes of cold calling practically in my life. Not because <laughs> of me, but because of the of the of the prospect. Subconscious, I, bro. Bro, listen to this. I called these opticians, or what you call them in America, optometrists. So I called yeah. these uh, optometrists, uh, and, and it was in the data, and it was on one street. It was like one postcode or one address, like one street. And and what happened was I, um, I, I, I literally called every single one, and they were rude. They were getting personal. They were getting nasty. And, and I was just, in my head, I was like thinking prospects please why are you doing this to me i love this guy i admire this guy i think he's a legend and you're making me look like a fucking idiot you're making me look like i don't even know what the fuck i'm doing i'm like yeah i was looking for the person who was ink for your printer yeah listen we don't even we, we use a local supplier you don't even bother ringing us again and i'm like cool it's part of the game don't get emotional charles and in my head i'm thinking jb jb the legend is watching this shit. And then the next call, they hang up. And then the next call, they hang up. And I had the worst 15 minutes ever. So it's, it's, re it's really, really interesting because I think with um, with accountability, what 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 then happened was he then watched maybe, I don't know, maybe he watched five minutes or whatever, I don't know. But the point is, I've made how many hours of live poll calls have I done just, just this week, just this week. And people watch a little snippet and they're like, nah man fuck that he, he's not very good or nah man fuck that he's, his pitch needs tweaking or nah man fuck that this is what they got to understand that failure and success are entwined they are literally a part of each other they're a fabric of each other never give up people keep coming to me and you're one of them and you say and you said to me the other day like how do you do what you do like how do you have that mentality where you're like on it and I'm like bro and I told you the truth I'm not on it all the time but what I don't do is I never give up I just keep going 
no matter what, I have maybe a little break or I, I take myself out of it, whatever. But I never, ever, ever give up because the interesting thing about me is I am, I am a survivor. Though. I, I am literally a survivor of my of my circumstances, of my personal circumstances, of my background. I'm a survivor. You can't fucking kill me, bro. You can't kill me. Even when I'm dead, I will still keep going because I'm providing content that might, I've got, you know, for the audience who don't know me, I've got five children. These five children are going to be able to see these videos when I'm dead and gone, bro. And I'll tell you one thing for nothing. My dad was a legend. He's actually literally like an, uh, a world-famous architect. He's a complete and utter legend. He's a World War II fighter pilot. Like, he's a flight lieutenant. He's a vet veteran. He is a fucking, le literally a legend. And this man, uh, I've got no videos of this man. Like, I've got no content of my father. And I'm leaving these kids with something. Like, these kids are going to be able to see their dad. They're going to be able to have something. Or it's maybe funny, man. Grandkids. It's funny you say that because um, I actually have a journal that I write in. I got that. Wow. I got that idea. I got that idea from um, what's that guy's name? He's Jesus. Uh, how can I not fucking? Wow, he's he's a fucking legend. Um, what is this guy? He's a public speaker, and he uh he does that too. Can't fucking remember his name. What's the journal called, bro? Huh? What's the journal called? It's just my thoughts, man. No, no, no. no it, um, it, is is that the name of the journal? I mean, I'm saying like if somebody wanted to pick up a journal on Amazon, is it is it a journal you'd recommend? Is it something? You'd oh pick no, up? I found I found it from um, Staples, man. I just picked it up from a from a store, Staples. Yeah, okay, bro. We we don't need to bring fucking Staples into the conversation. What the fuck? That's my competition. What the fuck is that, bro? I think I have my back. Oh, bro, me and you are so cool. We're so yeah, yeah. And then you go and mention fucking Staples on a podcast. What the fuck is that, man? <laughs> if you want to buy, if you want to buy, ink, don't use Staples. But if you want to buy, hey, Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn, oh, the man. Bro, 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 bro. Hang on, hang on. Back up, back up, back up. So where does Jim Rowan come into this story? He's the one that says that he writes down. He has a journal, all his ideas and all of his thoughts. He writes it down. He puts it on paper. So then he keeps records. For his grandchildren and his kids, and these are only these are this is the only thing he pass, he's passing down to them, so they can learn and they can they can see how he thinks, see like you know how he manifests you know his uh his life, his his fucking greatness. Jim Rowan is somebody that has impacted and continues to impact my life on a daily basis. Yeah, Jim Rowan, man. Yeah, the, the, uh, uh, okay. So anybody who is listening. Um, that doesn't know who Jim Rohn is. Um, Jim is J-I-M and Rohn is R-O-H-N. Do your research. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know, maybe maybe you're a cold caller, maybe you're in sales, maybe you're not. He's one of, in my opinion, one of the greatest philosophers uh, that I've ever personally heard. And he's also a person who inspired Tony Robbins as well. So you've got to remember Tony Robbins. Oh, that's right, man. That was his mentor. Yeah, 100%, bro. 100%. Oh, so yeah, Tony Robbins about is, that. He's basic. Yeah, 100%. So, so this is what people don't understand. They see somebody who's uh, amazingly successful and they don't see the journey that they've gone through. You know, everybody's got to start from somewhere. I mean, we're in, you know, we're in our 30s, man. I, I said this to, to Craig, like, we're, we're, we're babies ourselves. I mean, I just said you're a baby in cold calling because you've been doing it for two years. But we're babies when we look at people like, you know, Brian Tracy, Grant Cardone, Jordan Belfort. These guys are in their 50s, 60s, Les Brown, 70s, Eric Thomas, 50s. These guys are a good <clears throat> 20, 30 40 years older than us and then you've got to look at the other guys who have you know passed away Zig Ziglar Jim Rowan you know these guys are going to be around after we're gone like so so they've already impacted us 
in my opinion, in a very positive way. But we gotta we gotta take that baton from these guys, and we gotta we gotta do things the old school way. Like I, I say, we gotta do things the old school way because you've been doing this for two years. You have to be very careful about where you get your influences from. Because let me ask you this question: How many people out there think that cold calling doesn't work or isn't as effective, you know, or, or just isn't effective? Bro, there's people, because I'm a part of these real estate groups, man. There's people that don't even cold call. They say cold calling is dead. That all they do now is um, Google ads and uh, text blasting. And you mentioned that, I think you said, you, are you the only cold caller in your area? I mean, that I know. That I know. That you know. <laughs> yeah, like a lot, of, a, lot of the, um, a lot of the realtors, they just get all the clients from walk-ins and they get referrals. <clears throat> which is brilliant. Which is which is which which is fantastic. It really, really is. Is there some type of um, drive or will, you know, like like willpower that you need to cold call? In your opinion, is there some is there something uh, intrinsic, something deep inside you that that you need to power through these cold calls? to get to the success i relate man because my thing is i used to bodybuild so i love the result of bodybuilding but you need it you need the willpower to to do it you know to go through the pain you know so like when i cold call i kind of like envision like almost like if i'm working out you know it's the process that i have to do it yeah it can suck but the reward is there you know like you 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 cannot you, you cannot mistake in the fact that if you talk to enough people and that they're qualified, you qualify them, and you speak to enough people, you're going to get the sale, regardless, you know. A hundred percent. And let's go back to that um, that workout mentality. So I, I make cold calls um, sometimes really early in the morning, like 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock. So people, they may look at me like, nobody's really said anything, but I, I presume people look at me like I'm fucking crazy. That's why, <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I'm definitely in my own environment on Periscope lately. So, so people are watching me. And they're like, what time is it? It's 7 o'clock. What the fuck are you doing cold calling at 7 o'clock? And I say, this is my workout. And people don't quite understand it. So let me, let me, let me, let me say it on, on this podcast, on this episode. The reason I make cold calls at that time in the morning, and I've said this so many times in my life when I'm at that time, is it gets rid of the fogginess. Um, when I first start, and nobody sees this part, but my, my fingers, it's really weird, they shake because, I don't know, my body's not functioning uh, very well because it's so early in the morning and I and, I, and it, it's like my eyes are barely open um, you know I've got a fuzzy head um, I, my voice is croaky um, and I'm just like I'm just I'm just like come on just 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 power through and power through and then about for about 30 minutes 45 minutes of, of the cold calling I, I don't look at the outcome being a sale I don't look at the outcome of being a quote I don't look at the outcome of money or profit or even building my business I'm looking at this outcome of this power hour of getting me to a position where by 8 a.m. I'm ready to rock and roll. Like I'm ready to be a stone cold killer. But initially, I'm just like a, I'm just a baby. Like I'm just a sheep. You know, I'm, I'm just like a meek kind of uh, introvert type of person because I'm trying to do these cold calls and my voice isn't 
even reacting the way my voice reacts because it's so early in the morning. Like it's, like I said, it's croaky. It's it's a sleepy type of voice. You know, it's, I can't get. Yeah, man, you got to get a warm up. It's a workout. It's, it's like, it's it's like a, doing a set. Exactly. It's like when you sit down and do a set. You don't just put four hundred pounds go. on the bench. You know, you warm me. up. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me, you know, when I did like four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the other day, you know, <laughs> but that's exactly that. But this is the point if you're listening to this and you're a cold caller and you start at nine o'clock, you work for someone else, say you don't work for yourself, say you work for a company, and you start at nine o'clock and you're thinking, why is it taking me so long to get into it? it it's because that's just that's just a game, that's just part of the game. So if you start your calls earlier, you switch the mentality into not cold calling for a sale, for a quote, to make money. Switch it to cold call that early to just get yourself in And the thing, man, the I, think, I think you put it perfectly the other day, man. You said your craft. You know, think of it as a craft. On, on, okay, yeah. So I said you that. I, I, I got it from, yeah, I got it from one of Eric Thomas's videos. And he said about honor thy craft. And I love the way that he said it because he said that you have to respect he respects the people that were there before him. So he's one of the world's biggest motivational speakers. But there were people before him that have been doing motivational speaking for all time. Literally since the day this earth started, there's been people that have been doing motivational speaking. They may not have had the title. They may not have had the technology. They may not have had the um, the influence you know, that, that Eric Thomas or somebody uh, in that realm right now has. But he honours the craft like he literally respects the game and this is what i said to you this is what i keep mentioning people like zig ziglar you know uh, brian tracy you know uh, um uh, jordan belfort grant, grant cardo maybe jordan belfort grant cardo maybe they're a bit, bit more of the young young uh, slightly younger generation but for me <laughs> you've got to you've got to respect these people um because they've been in the game for a long time and they've been extremely successful in that game and that and, that, and that's what it takes as well so we talk about discipline you know, we talk about um, uh, accountability. We talk about consistency. But what you really need, and I'll keep going back to it, is the, is the mindset. And you know, you know, it's a struggle. You know this personally, recently, re as in even maybe today, mindset is everything. Because I struggle with that. I've got an alarm on my phone lately that I set up that goes off at 12 o'clock and it says watch motivational stuff. It goes off at 4 o'clock, watch motivational stuff. And the reason I do that is because I sometimes slip into emotions, even though I know it's coming. I'm like, I still like, I'm like, fucking, something happens at home. I get a text message. I got to do something. I got to run an errand. I got to pick something up. I got it. I got it. takes me out of my zone, whatever. It pisses me off. I'm not pissed off. And when I get pissed off, it takes me ages to. And then it, this alarm goes off, and I'm like, cool, I got to watch a motivational video. I got to put on an audio. And as soon as I hear TD Jakes, you know, uh, um, fucking Eric Thomas, Les Brown, as soon as I hear these people, Jocko Willink, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, bet, let's go. Like, let's go, Idaho, let's fucking do this. Like, <laughs> I literally change my mindset in a you can change it in the in the blink of an eye just as it takes only maybe five seconds for somebody to reject you it could take you five seconds to get back into a good frame of mind and this is where you in particular when you learn that and this is something that you're going to learn along your your journey you need to understand and this early on 
two years in, if you can understand that cold calling is more to do with your head and your mindset, and it's more important to learn that than it is to learn the killer script. And I know from your experience, you, you, you know, you've, you've looked into training, you've paid good money for, you know, for, for certain things when it comes to real estate, you've invested. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's fantastic. But how much have you invested in yourself? I mean, you, you've just told me about a journal that, 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 you know, Jim Rowan advised you to get and you're doing a journal. That's fantastic. But you're still struggling on a daily basis with your mentality. But guess what? I'm still struggling with it. And I'm 18 years in. It's never going to go away. So the people that are listening to this podcast episode, that cold call, they need to understand that if you're an old timer or if you're a, if you're a newbie, this is the game. And if you put your hand up to be a cold caller, respect the game. Honor the game of cold calling. Do not let people say that it doesn't work. If people say it doesn't work, they don't do it. Let me ask you this. Um, if somebody says to you, and I want to hear your reaction. I asked Craig, Craig this as well. I want to hear your reaction before I tell you mine. Someone said to me today, um, and I've been told this before as well. It's not just one person. I've been told this multiple times. Charles, I I, I work smart, not hard. It, they said they work smart, not hard? Yeah, I get told that, like, a lot. People come to me and say, they work smart, not hard. Now, I have a particular reaction to that. I just wanted to know what your thoughts were. So so they tell you that when they're referring to cold calling? Yeah, they tell me that when they refer to cold calling, when they refer to business. They say, if you can work smart, there's no need to work hard. I think that's bullshit. Because I think, I think in order to know what's, I don't know, like, so they say, I don't work, I don't work hard, I work smart, pretty much what they're saying, right? Yeah, if, if you know how to work smarter, then why the fuck wouldn't you work hard? Why wouldn't you do both? You but think I, you're going to get... I don't, I don't think that's... I think that's like... People, those are like polarizing ends, but I think in order for you to work smart, to get smart, you have to work hard. It, sh- it, should, be, it should be both. If, yeah. you, if, you, if, you work, if you work hard, and you don't work smart, I, I got your respect. You could be a street cleaner. You could be, you could clean toilets. You could be a fucking nurse. You could be anything, any sector. I've been a laborer. I've been fucking, you know, worked in a coffee shop. I've cleaned toilets. I've done every fucking job you can think of. I've worked hard. 100% I haven't worked smart. I've worked for a wage. The fuck am I working smart for? If I worked smart, I'd be a fucking lawyer or some shit. I've never been to college, you know. I've never finished college, let alone go to university. I think I think what they're doing, so, bro, is they're, is they're missing, they're misinterpreting what that means. I think what what they really mean is they don't want to they don't want to struggle. You know, they're they're trying to work easy. They're they're misinterpreting bro, smart bro, from easy. A hundred million percent. And the problem is, when you find something that is smart, for example, you find a process, or you find sorry, bro. I know you're in America. Process. Sorry about that, guys. So when when you when you find something that is making your life easier, I get it. Like I'm not against it. Like you're saving time. Fantastic. But what are you doing with the time that you're saving? Oh, I'm spending more time with the family. That I'm not disputing that. That's brilliant. Go on holiday more. Fantastic. But this is my argument. If you found something that means that you can work smarter. And if you've got a certain goal, and I think this is what it comes down to, if you've got a certain goal 
and you're not reaching that goal, but you're working smart and you're just scratching your head thinking, I found an easier route to market. I found an easier way of making sales. I found an easier way of That's what uh, it is, man. Sales. They're misinterpreting but, smart but, but, for easy. They, 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 what they don't understand is that something that is easy, it makes you soft. It literally makes you to a point where you're not a killer. Like you're not a lion. You're not going out there trying to feed your family every day because what you're doing is you create the process. That means you don't even have to go out every day to feed your family. Bro, yeah, like, cool. like, like me, man, when I when I started cold calling, I was still working in the corrections when I started cold calling. But I was doing it religiously every day for at least one hour, one, two hours a day, religiously calling. And I got my first deal like that. And by me doing that religiously, I was busting my ass, you know, working in the prison, doing all that bullshit. Then I would get home late at night. It was like about six o'clock. Everybody knew in the house. Don't bother me. Don't talk to me. Six o'clock. I'm on the phone. I'm going to make this real estate thing happen. And I did that, man. I did that for what? It was a short amount of time. I look at it now, but I did it religiously for about two months. And I got, I got my first deal. Ended up getting about $30,000 check, man. Quit my fucking job. And that's when I started doing real estate full time. So it, it was so hard. It was, it, it, was, it was always working ads. It was working ads. You, so, <laughs> so, the converse, so, so basically the argument of, you know, oh, Joe, did you work smart? Did you work hard? No, motherfucker, I just worked hard. Oh, yeah. well, you know, what you need to do is you need to look at this marketing. You need to look at these Google ads. You need to look at, you know, referrals. I didn't do shit, no bro. I had no marketing. People were like, bro, you're dude. nobody. <laughs> they were like, do direct mail, man. Don't be cold calling. You know, do texting, open up, have a website, do all this other shit. But all that other shit costs a lot of money, man. I didn't have any money. All well, you have... didn't fucking have. There you go. You didn't have the fucking, you didn't have the capital to do All I had, bro, was sweat things. equity. Love that. Love that. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that. We need to keep, we need to keep people aware that the difference is sometimes... Are you willing to go further? Are you willing to do one more call than the next person? Are you willing to do it? Because a lot of people say they're willing to do it, mm-hmm. but 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 do they actually do it? Like like for me, um, I was in the office today, and I got distracted with a few things, and it and it really annoyed me towards the end of the day. Yeah, well, you were like jamming out. You were watching what football? Yeah, no, that that was um, yeah, that was when I finished the day. I was playing playing FIFA um, on the the Xbox. <laughs> Uh, before I left the office, but but I was between between uh, four and six. I was going to do two power hours back to back, and I was going to smash out the week. Uh, I'm working well. I doubt I'm working tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you the time in the UK right now, but let's just say it's uh, <laughs> the the bird, the birds are starting to chirp. Let's just leave. Yeah, that. It, it's so eleven. It's eleven eighteen over here. Yeah, if it's eleven eighteen over there, then you know it's not eleven eighteen over here, my brother. <laughs> so so basically today I was gonna I was gonna power out for two hours. And I was and I was gonna make shit happen and I got embroiled in conversations and which is fine, which is all good. And then I had a choice. I had a choice of whether to smash out six or seven or just finish and just think, fuck it, I fucked up, whatever, I'll come tomorrow, I'll make it right. And I thought, no, do you know what, man? You know, I've got to I've just I've just gotta get it done. And it was and I did it live, I did it on Periscope, I did it on the on the Facebook page, and, and do you know what I did the hour? And do you know what, bro? It was it was the first like half and like in actual fact, bro, the whole fucking hour was probably the, the I come across the most. I did used car dealers, used car <laughs> dealers, six till seven on a Friday evening, in in one of the um one of the toughest places to do them, which is up north in the UK, and I did it on purpose 
because I knew it was going to be hard. And I knew that no one else is stupid enough to do it at that time because even calling them at 11 o'clock in the morning is going to be tough. So I just, I purposefully did it hard. Now, everyone might be asking, why did you purposefully put yourself through pain and through mental anguish? Why would you do that on a Friday evening before leaving the office <laughs> after a pretty decent week? Well, the reason I did it is because I want to put want to be able to put myself in a position where I'm able to cope with that. A little bit like um, if anybody follows David Goggins. Oh, hell yeah. There we go. So so a little bit like that with the cold calling because I purposefully chose a difficult industry at a very unusual time and I got a lot of rejection. I got more rejection that hour than I probably got all week. I got more hang-ups in the hour than I probably got all week. So for me, it was about putting myself, put, uh, allowing myself to be put in that position on purpose. I could imagine, like, who the fuck's this guy calling me about ink? Bro, the, <laughs> the guy answered the phone. He said, he said, mate, he said it's 6.20 on a Friday evening. I said, I said, I understand that. I said, I'm, I'm doing this calls until 8. I said 8 because I was going to do it until 8. I said, I was, I was going to do the calls until 8. I said, I work for myself, mate. I'm a sole trader from Cardiff. And I thought to myself, that, that, that'll interest him, you know, sole trader. Maybe he can see I'm working hard, mm-hmm. and you know what? He hung he, he hung up the phone, <laughs> and I thought, and I just I just looked at the phone. I said, okay, next call. Boom, the next guy hung up on me. I thought I thought fucking hell, man. I got like three or four hangups in like the last ten minutes. Something must be wrong with the data. I was doing a JL. I was like, this data is wrong. <laughs> like this data. I was out genuinely. I'm not even joking. I did the same face that you fucking pulled. I was looking at the data, thinking, okay, maybe I should change the area of the UK, or maybe I should change the sector. Because clearly these people don't like me. But what's interesting is these people don't even fucking know each other. Mm-hmm. They're hanging up on me, but they don't even know each other, let alone know me. Nobody fucking knows each other. Nobody knows me. Why are they hanging up on me? Because guess what? It's just part of the fucking game. Enjoy yep. it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Look for it. Okay, so so that's what I want to leave the audience on. This is episode three of the Cold Call and Pros podcast. Got my man, JL. He's yep. a future legend in cold calling. He's, he's a baby yep. at the moment. He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, I want. I want to quote. I want to quote somebody. David Goggins. Uh, David Goggins. Callous your mind. I love it. Callous your mind. All right, that bro. Guy, that guy. He's 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 incredible. Yeah, that he's guy. a fucking right, beast. He, he is. He is. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you on another episode in the future. We're going to talk. We, I, I wanted to read the book. We, we wanted to, to to make some notes. We want to talk about the book. We might, Hell yeah, I bro. The, I like that. I might man. Even buy the, you know what, bro? How about this? We'll take it a step further. I will buy the book myself. I, I, no, I'll find the books. I think I did buy it. I'll find the book. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll read it around the same time um, if we can. We'll try and connect uh, to make sure we read it, and then we'll do some type of review on the book. How about oh, that? Oh, yeah, that sounds fucking great, bro. And we'll, and we'll do the takeaways on the book on a, on a podcast episode. Does that sound cool for you? That sounds cool, bud. All right, bro. All right, keep in touch. Have a great weekend. Smash Saturday out. Oh yeah, I am, bro. I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be on the phones tomorrow, so you'll see me on Periscope. Hundred percent. Just, just try and tag me if you can. Send me the link, and I'll be there right. to support you. If I, can, if I can't catch you live, bro, I'll catch you on the replay. If anybody is listening to this and they want to watch JL on Periscope, what's your Periscope? Um, it's handle? uh, what's your it's, um, I think it's Juan underscore Lewis underscore Rivera. Yeah, you picked an easy one then. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, J U A N underscore L U I S. Yeah, L U I S underscore I I R I V E R A. R I V E I A. Perfect. Yep. So, 
if anybody is on Periscope or wants to download the app to watch live cold calling, my man JL is on there, uh, same as myself. So definitely follow him, give him some hearts, give him some love. And thank you very, very much for your time, bro. It's been a pleasure. All right, bro. Hey, man, what's the name of this podcast, bro? You didn't even tell me. Come on, bro. It's Cold Calling Pros. All right, gotcha. Cold Calling Pros. I wasn't sure if it was the boiler room or something else. All right, yeah, man. Yeah, I was thinking about I was thinking about naming it a few things, Life and Times of the Boiler Room. You know, I didn't know, but I, I, uh, me, me and Bronson set up this, this podcast in January, or the, or at least the name of it. We got the name of it, so we haven't, we have we hadn't done anything. But I thought, Do you know what, bro, this little break from social media has made me realise that I need to just crack on and just, just, just go after it. And you reached out to me. A couple of other people reached out to me. I just got to get it done. And 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 people need this. Like people need to hear the stories of cold callers because they see me do the lives. And people like yourself, you big me up, which is amazing. Craig, come on earlier. You know he big me up. It's, it's incredible. But mm-hmm. the point is, you know, if you only just started out in cold calling and you see somebody who's been doing it a long time, it actually makes, in my opinion, it might make you think that you can't do it because you're like, well, this guy is struggling. And he's been doing it a long time. What fucking chance have I got? Well, no, I'm going to be bringing people onto this podcast who have been doing it a long time and been doing it a short time. And I'm going to bring people who are good, bad, and fucking ugly. So I'm saying, so so for me, it's about bringing a whole range of people onto the podcast that do cold calling, that, that have done cold calling, that believe in cold calling, that may not believe in cold calling. The point is with cold calling, it fucking works. It's amazing. And you create a community. It works, man. You cannot say cold calling doesn't work. It's impossible. A hundred million percent. And the thing Anything. is, it works. It works faster because I'm gonna beat the motherfucker that's doing direct mail because I'm reaching out to the actual seller and I'm talking to him. Boom. You see what Boom. I'm saying? So. Boom. It, it works, man. Let's fucking In go. Any Let's any fucking industry, go. any industry, any industry, any industry. Uh, no, no, across the world. Yep. It doesn't matter where you are, what language you speak, what continent you're on what you're selling, it doesn't matter what personality you've got, if you're male, female, black, white, pink, gay, fucking, you know, it doesn't fucking matter, ugly, wear glasses, big Bro. arms. You know, pick up the fucking phone, you, right you gotta now. pick up the phone, up and, you, and you gotta phone. call the people you're marketing to, call the person that, that you have to qualify, and that's it. And don't stop until you get shit done. Yep. Get shit done. That's Massive it, action. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, bro. All right, man. Have a good night, bro. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Peace. Later. Later.